0: Welcome to Go Will Hunting. This is a podcast where we watch and review the anime Hunter Hunter. I'm your host Keith McLean. My pronouns are they/them.
1: I'm your other host Devin. My pronouns are he/him.
2: I'm yet another host. My name is Sky. My pronouns are also they/them. I love that.
0: <laughs> and yeah this this time this time we watched episodes forty one and forty two uh, of of the twenty eleven anime mm-hmm. and. And 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 we liked them, I, I think. I sure
2: did. No, I don't know. They were all
0: pretty bad to
2: me. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I can't even
2: be jokey about this. this I is feel, like-
1: man, there was just not a lot of auction content, you know? I came to York New City for some good old fashioned, some bidding and buying. Mm-hmm. And right before we were about to get to the main show, everyone up and died. It was <laughs> pretty much fucking sucks is what I say. Spoilers, man. Oh, were people not supposed to know that? (laughs)
2: No. Oh,
1: (laughs) hey, a lot of people die. Sorry, audience. Mm. Turns out.
2: If you guys aren't. Yeah, this is another thing that we've we've um, mentioned, at least between us, the um, TV, like the the ratings for the episodes on Netflix, they (laughs) they all list that smoking is is a big no no. And that's why this show is rated mature. But if you are watching these episodes for the first time, the ones we're reviewing today, be warned some people do die in this one
1: just a few like 10 Mm
2: -hmm. or 50 at least at least 10
1: yeah just like about a few um yeah so this episode starts off about where we left off with gone and killua heading to york new killua gets like information on the game from his brother still in a sick outfit
0: yeah, he, he gets the uh, the URL for the Hunter website so he can look up the game yeah, online like the on Hunter Wikipedia. Yeah, his
1: brother, instead of just like texting him or calling him, sends a hawk out, even though we saw that they can communicate over phone and it's a very secure network. But he decides instead, let's send out a cool hawk. Hawks um, are
2: pretty um, secure too, I think, because they have big sharp claws. And you have to, you know, you have yeah. to navigate them to get to the message.
1: You have to navigate them?
2: Yeah, you have to get, like, close enough to navigate the leg. Navigate them? Yeah, you have to get close enough to the leg without oh. the claws coming out. And, I like, thought
1: you meant you it. have to, like, search the bird for the message. <laughs> That's like, it's on its leg. I don't know where you're Birds looking. Birds
2: super complicated anatomy. I don't know if you've ever, like, studied them before. I've written
1: <laughs> each letter on each of its feathers. You're going to have to find the message. <laughs> If one falls out on the journey.
0: Damn, a gizzard? Who knows what that's. <laughs> I don't,
2: that's for sure. <laughs> Navigate your bird. Devin, Devin is legitimately <laughs> like a smart person who does know anatomy of animals. I've seen many, many flashcards I, of different animals. Of like You've seen
1: flashcards of horses, and that's about it.
2: Yes, that is true. But very, very, very detailed flashcards. And I could not tell you the first thing about anatomy of any animal, but I do know that this message was on a hawk's leg and that hawks have sharp claws attached to those legs. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Gonna give me that one? Okay.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> Man, when, when you become a hunter, they really don't teach you how to fight a hawk. And I feel like that's that's kind of an oversight.
2: Yeah.
1: They're just like everything in the hunter exam, we didn't get to see one single fight with a hawk.
2: <laughs> they just don't prepare they you for did- these things in school.
1: I feel like with everything that's happened in the show, we did forget about a trick tower when a bunch of creepy baby demons took a man away. Do you guys remember that?
2: What? Do you not remember those
1: baby demons? Yep.
2: I don't.
0: I'm going to
1: find an image of these horror (laughs)
2: things. (laughs) I wasn't with the show then. I have seen that. Yeah, there
0: there was that guy who tried to just climb down the side of the tower and then he got eaten by some weird flying babies. I remember
2: some flying things. I don't remember them being baby demons.
0: They're...
1: Truly terrors. Um,
2: it's probably something that I'll remember as soon as soon as you show it to me. But it's uh,
1: I, there's no way to look for this because every time I look for like trick tower or anything, it just shows me a regular tower.
2: Mm. Uh, I thought you were going to say it takes you to Fortnite. Is that with the,
1: I have no idea. I've there's never... some
2: tower level in Fortnite. I
1: am I'm sorry, I'm a jock. I've never played Fortnite.
2: <laughs> My bad
1: yeah oh yeah there we go these things look oh, at that
2: yeah that, that's the big face
1: yeah that horrible baby demon. that looks
2: oddly similar except it's red to something we are gonna meet today
1: who are you talking about
2: uh dimple dimple from the the, the famous anime um uh mob psycho 100 it oh, also makes an appearance in this one
1: we're meeting dimple yes
2: in this anime yes we are
1: specifically dimple
0: yeah he's here and Mm-mm. he's got a yeah, weird okay. mouth <laughs> but <laughs> anyway uh so gone and kilua they they go online they get on the internet they they get mm-hmm. some computers and go to hunter com and, and they have to swipe their card to get in and you know there's there's they, they they find a fun sort of interactive menu where, you know, different sources of information are like, uh, you know, displayed as like little characters hanging out in this saloon. And they click on the bartender to learn about video games. And then they enter an end projection. And suddenly the bartender is an NPC who talks to them and pours them mm, a holographic yeah, did drink. Did
1: you know hunters have VR? Yeah.
2: I mean, I do now.
0: Yeah, years
1: before, like, anyone even had, like, you know, cell phones, and we just got the interwebs, like, two months ago. I do
2: love that. They've already (laughs) invented VR. (laughs) Like, in this episode, we are going to get a scene of them, like, buying a cell phone, and it's, like, a whole big deal that they're going to buy a cell phone. But they also do have NenVR.
1: Yeah, so hunters are just out here hoarding technology wealth, and -hmm. the rest of the world can bite it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've been new. I think this website's really cute. I think that that whole bartender thing, it's so like, I don't know why this is like an adult website for adults set up this way, but it's very cute and I enjoy it regardless.
0: Can you imagine just like, God, it does. It does feel like yeah. straight out of the nineties. Yeah, this, this is yeah, like a like flash menu, you rip to, like to flash. I, I,
2: I don't know if Neopets had a because I was a Webkinz kid, but it feels like something from one of those where this is like the club where you all hang out and like it's also the hub where you could find information and stuff. But that's what it feels like. You can get a little chat bubble where someone's like ASL in the corner, and it's really weird.
1: Yeah, this. Um... I need to know if they're being like transported into this lake and den little tavern or if they're just sitting staring at a computer completely silent for a few hours.
2: I think they are sitting at the computer because I was going to say that, oh, Ghosn can't grab the cup, but he is sitting on a chair. But I think that it's just because he's sitting on a real chair in real life. So I, I don't think they're transported. I think they're just chilling <laughs> at the library, just completely zoned out.
1: Me trying to look up directions to anywhere and I get vivid hallucinations about a saloon. <laughs>
2: it is very funny that they allow this in like public locations because it seems like this vr would be maybe obvious to people around
1: apparently not if you don't have nan
2: i guess not
0: god it's not nearly as fun when i go online and start dissociating (laughs) from reality in real life to a
1: fun bartender
2: yeah fun bartender straight out of like a latent game (laughs) yeah that hair though this Gotta dude,
1: say. I love this dude.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god, we're already off the damn
0: rails. We should move on. So yeah, go <laughs> going in- <laughs> Wow, we're the our, our energy today is, is- I'm fucking sleepy. kind of all over the place, but you know what? It's fine. We'll just we'll just we'll just be mm-hmm. here for two hours. It's cool. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Gon and Kiela find out some information about Greed Island. They learn it's a game only for hunters. You have to use Nen to play it, and if you die in the shit, game, die you die, the die for game. real. You die in real life. Oh fuck. Oh shit.
2: Oh
1: shit. That's never been done before. I
2: don't know if I mean,
1: they learn uh, that
2: there are seven copies going to be at this auction.
1: Yeah. And that some dude has been buying up all the copies because he really wants them.
0: And also, like the the starting bid for the game is eight point nine oh, she- billion jenny, which yeah. they have nothing yeah, that close to.
1: Yeah, sounds like to. a chunk of change that I'll never be able to see in my entire life. So that's fucked up.
2: Mm-hmm. And then the the computer very helpfully is like, "Well, since all you need is money to get your hands on this, it's it's like like pretty easy. Like you, sh- if you have money, if you have eight point nine billion lying around, it should be fine. You <laughs> you're should, a hunter. You should be able you're to get it really easily.
1: You're a hunter. You're obviously fabulously wealthy." <laughs> Just go to the bank and say, "I have like an eight point nine billion dollar loan, please." I'm a hunter, and they'll be like, "Yes, oh, right away, sir." Um,
2: I didn't think of that, but I guess Goan probably can't get a loan because he is twelve years old. Even though he is he's a
1: also a hunter, so I think they would just give it to him. Potentially, like I think it doesn't matter your age.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. Who knows? Yeah, so Gon and Killua, like, they just they just go on eBay and start trying to flip some stuff to make a profit, but it doesn't go well. They lose all their money.
1: He, if you put him in any situation where he gets to gamble, he will spend all your money instantly.
2: I love this, especially, like, in the 2011 where it's, like, this happy montage and they're high-fiving and they're like, woo, we're doing it! And then it's a fast cut and they're outside and they're like okay, how much we have left. And <laughs> they're at like, what, 10.8 <laughs> million or something. So they've lost like 6 million from when they started. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they got no money anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiloa like lost most of it because he's just like, well, I wanted to go bet on the shadier sites.
2: Mm-hmm. He's used to being in the shadows. So, you know.
1: Yeah, he he likes it. Um, is this where we cut to the uh, other game yeah, that the, we follow? The-
0: yeah, my next note is that we see Han Solo in Carbonite. So, uh, so yeah, we go back to Karapika and Pals. Uh, you know, they've all collected the sort of requisite, uh, human trophies, uh, to, uh, get the job for the Nostrad family that they've all been interviewing for. So it's like, cool, we did it. We, we, we passed the interview uh so you know then the polygon face man whose name i saw but consciously chose to not write down is like okay you pass you it's <laughs> <is> like
2: <laughs> a mix of japanese and an italian name because it's like the way it's written would be delta lane but it's Japanese also, so it's Daltzone, I guess.
1: Just, I know he's going for yeah. an Italian mob here with Daltzone and then like Suchmonos Tostino or whatever his last yeah, name Didino. was. Yeah, Totino. <laughs> um, it's very funny that all these just, <laughs> just, he's trying so hard to just give them random Italian sounding names. I don't know if any of these are real. Mm-hmm. Online, I hate don't come. It's because he looks like a poly fucking. PS1 graphic. It's
2: just so weird, because when you see him from the side, he's not even that pointy, but they just draw him like that.
1: Yeah, he's one of those characters that should
0: have never came off the page.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Like, ever.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, he's like, okay, I'll take you to see the boss now, and you know, so he, he walks... Is this where we oh, get the, dude the just bit where... Jelly? Uh, Karapika and Polygon face man call each other stupid.
2: Yeah, so yeah. that's first. We do get that where uh, Karapika is like, "Hey, so um, uh, h- who might actually like pull an attack?" And Delsona is like, "Don't be so fucking stupid. Anyone could attack because this is like a high up dude." Oh yeah.
0: Be- yeah, because their their first mission is to guard the boss as, you know, she's being escorted into into yeah, York New City. Ocean.
1: Krapika being, like, the smart person that he is and, like, a good bodyguard is like, okay, so give me, like, I don't know, list of people who might want to target, deets, like, points of ingress, egress, like, tell me all the information about where we're going, how I could guard it, and he's just like, no, 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 you don't understand. You're just here to guard. You're not here to know how to. And Karapika's like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Dalsone is like, um, you're, you're being stupid. I'm not even going to answer your question. Anybody could attack. And then Karapika's like, well, since you didn't fucking understand me, let me say again, who would actually pull something since, off?
0: Since since you have a stupid, stupid polygon face and you don't understand <laughs> words, oh, I'll say it, it again. You're
2: hearing, let me say that again. Um, so yeah, he repeats <laughs> his question in a more like he's like, well, like, who might actually attempt something so that we can like build a profile or something like that? Like get prepared. And Dalsona is like, No, you don't fucking get it. You have to be
0: you stupid blunt. <laughs> twink You have twink to be bitch. everywhere
2: at once at all times. You get no details. Everyone is a fucking threat. And as he's saying this, he crushes his pointer to be like threatening, I guess. It doesn't yeah. really come off. It doesn't work. <laughs> Man's not scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he has stupid cheekbones and is a stupid person. Mm-hmm. Um, he did encase somebody in jelly, though.
2: Yes. Yes. And put yes. them up as an art display. Yeah. So then he's yeah. like, "Let's go meet the boss." And then we're walking down the hallway, and um, Baze is like, "Hey, um, what, what the fuck is that?" And yeah, that's when we see our, our Han Solo uh, on in carbonite on the wall.
0: <laughs> it is a human man who has been like glued into a picture frame, and he he looks like he's having a bad <laughs> he looks time a little there. Haunted. He
1: doesn't like it. It isn't his favorite. Um. Yeah, so this is, I'm going to give a slight spoiler now, the first and only indication of this guy's net ability. (laughs) Right? The first and only ever, (laughs) he never does anything else like this again, never shows us it, just kind of says, oh, I put him in there and then walks away and they're like, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're just like, hey, what happened there? And he's like, well, that guy was stupid. So I did that. And now you guys replace that guy. (laughs)
0: He didn't take my advice and he ended up fucking up.
1: So in case you guys didn't know, his face does look like a PS1 polygon <laughs> and also he is canonically slimy. <laughs> so he's like the worst of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um And then then we meet then we meet Neon.
2: I love Neon!
1: Yeah we meet Neon. She uh Uh she looks like Baby. The late 90s personified into a human form.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. She is... She goes to Hot Topic twice a day. Yeah, if
1: you were to (laughs) describe, like, the, like, color and energy of, like, an early 90s Hot Topic, that is Neon. She's like, oh, I'm fucked up because I like body parts. But I'm also cute. Yeah. And she's, she's, like, like got blue hair. She got beads in them. Um... She has like a big room with lots of stuffed animals. She likes body parts.
2: Yes. Yeah. She's like the, she's very like pastel scene goth where like she's very into collecting body parts, which is fun for her, but she's like cutesy and has lots of plushies and like, I don't know. I think she's neat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Neon's fun. Awful, but fun.
2: Yeah. So basically they're all just like, wow, I thought this was going to be like some big hard ass, but she's just a little girl. So what the fuck?
1: Yeah,
0: and that's our introduction to neon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then and then we get a scene where we meet the hunt the the protagonist of Hunter Hunter Uvogine. <laughs> oh hell yeah! So first
1: of all, this is where we start to meet um, everyone's favorite villain group, the Phantom Troupe. Uh, they start off by submitting themselves to the best characters because they're just in like an abandoned, fucked up city. In like a church?
2: It's like a ruined down church. The stained glass is casting light everywhere. It's fucking goth as hell. They're just in there. It looks wrecked as shit. I like to think that they wrecked it and now live there as like, you know, they claimed their territory. I am not going to lie. I really love the Phantom Troop and everything about them. This is all just so sick.
1: Okay. They will be around a lot. They will never really address each other all that much because they just kind of know each other already so i will try to run down who we see in these scenes um so at first we just get kind of uh, the back of a dude just sitting there he has an upside down cross to show that he's edgy Mm -hmm. um we don't see his face yet uh we go from him to a tracksuit slav looking motherfucker Leaning on a rock, and also another blonde twink sitting next to him.
2: Do you have any of their names? Because I don't ah, know many of them. Yeah,
1: sorry. So the Slav dude in the tracksuit, his name is Finks.
2: Finks, okay. Uh,
1: Thinks Sphinx because he wears Egyptian stuff sometimes.
2: Sure. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought it was a Slav tracksuit.
1: It is Slav, <laughs> but apparently he's also Egyptian, but white. Um, so it's a real Yu-Gi-Oh! thing we, going on. We
0: don't on right know here. why he wears that stuff, by the way. <laughs> the, he just kinda does. Is,
1: okay, so He's this got is a, a slight style. spoiler. Apparently it's like the things that royalty in Meteor City wear huh. like the ruling class there. And it's kind of implied that he is part of the ruling class, but just doesn't Wait, like them. or no, his Egyptian stuff—it's weird. Okay,
2: you're gonna have to just have to point that out to me later. Oh uh, yeah,
1: it comes way later. Okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah, sorry. So he's Phinx. Uh There is a blonde little twink in like a pink little jumpsuit. Um,
2: cheery motherfucker. Yeah, he's a
1: cheery little dude. His name is Shalnark. Hmm. Um, I
2: won't remember that.
1: Uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs>
2: He's puppet. Back. A lady
1: comes out from the shadows, and her name is Pakunoda. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got big bahunga bongaroos. Yes, she's she wearing does. like yeah, a yeah. She's
0: wearing a skirt, and she's wearing like a business suit. Yeah, she's but wearing with like a nothing business but bare titties
1: under underneath her suit jacket. Yeah, big bahunga zanga bongaroos.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lesbian look.
1: Yeah, she's obviously <laughs> gay. Yeah. Um.
2: I refuse to take like straight people at their word anymore. If she's wearing that, she's a lesbian and that's the end of the story.
1: Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get a mummy man wearing boxing gloves and boxer shorts. He's cool as hell. Mm -mm. Uh, And then we get a short little dude who we can only see one eye because his hair is covering the rest of his face. Hmm. Uh, The mummy man, his name is, I don't think we get it yet, but his name is Bonolov. I probably mispronounce it, but it's weird spell and the little man is kortopi um from here let me double check with the scene we get the biggest baddest motherfucker around mm-hmm. the real hero of hunter x hunter and this arc yes in nothing but compression shorts
2: and <laughs> tank yeah. top
1: and the skin of whatever animal he found on the way here. I
2: believe it's a bear.
1: <laughs> whatever he found on the way here. The
2: thing is, it looks like a bear skin, but it does look small on his back. So either it's just not really a bear, it's like a panther or something, or man's just huge.
1: Well, he is like 9'12". Mm-hmm.
2: So He's very big. I love him.
1: This man's name is Uvogine.
2: Yes, it is.
1: I love Uvogine. We will (laughs) get to that later. Uvogine is an absolute delight. Yeah. Um, problematic fave, as some would say.
2: No, no one here is a problematic fave. They're all just faves. Um, I believe next is Shizuko. Um, that's who I have next. Yeah, Uvogine's just
1: kind of pissed, pissed off because people are late and he hates that. That's like a big personality trait. He is
0: very punctual. does Shizuku... I don't think Shizuku gets here yet. I no, she's just arrived. We just arrives. meet these folks, and they're, like, bitching about Hisoka. not No, she's, like, off. the last
1: one to arrive before they're all just like, where the fuck is Hisoka?" Because they're like, oh, does she forget again? And she's just like, hey, I'm here. And they're like, oh, fuck, where the fuck is Hisoka then? Mm-hmm. So we go from that to an airport where all of Neon's bodyguards are escorting her. In a big like car caravan to their hotel, and as we pass by them on the road, we pass by a group of people just just walking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And these- oh, yeah, I
0: mean, b- before that, before that yeah. though, um, we do we do get to see uh, Neon's Nen ability. Oh
1: yeah. So PS1 graphic looking motherfucker, I will never remember his name, I refuse to, mm-hmm. uh, says, Hey, your dad has some more work for you. Um, he just needs you to tell the fortunes of these people. And she's like, Man, I fucking hate that. I wish dad wouldn't just use me for my powers. And he's just like, Well, haha. And so we learn
0: her powers. She power. specifically says, like, I'm um, I'm mad that he like gave me more work to do. I told him I'd quit if he <laughs> If he kept uh, uh, piling it yeah, on. she's like, yeah. there's some
2: extras in here. And he's like, yeah, they're good clients. They're close to your father. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, I bet he's just off on some vacation. And so she calls him to bitch him out.
1: Yeah. Um, we do get to see. Uh, he does promise her, like, extra stuff at the auction.
2: Yeah, and that calms her down. Yeah, and know. she's
1: like, okay, well, time to get to work then. And we see what her power is. So she takes out a pen, yeah. her eyes get all a, blank. Does a
0: cool little pen span. Yeah,
1: her eyes get all blank, and then a ghost
2: yeah. demon thing appears. It's Dimple from Mob Psycho.
0: I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. A I
0: smelly <laughs> little fart ghost a appears next to creature. her hand mm-hmm. and then and makes her write a bunch of cryptic stuff. Yeah, just
2: grabs her hand and has her write out a couple of very nice poems.
1: And then this dude just kind of goes, Oh, thank you. Hooray. Um, is this where we get the explanation that she doesn't remember any of her things? We get
2: that a little bit later. What we get here is Karapika and um because is like, wow, she's like really powerful. I guess that's why like and she's got a lot of connections from her dad, and then Karapika's like, No, she has the connections. That's why her dad's so afraid to lose her, because like, um,
0: Ah, yeah yeah, her power is like what's allowing him to get ahead in the mob world
2: yeah and so he's just sort of like building like a little profile of not so he's he's clearly doing what he was told not to do but but you know it's it's good that he's doing it he's building a profile of both the boss and neon and you know some other people who might like want to get retribution by like targeting her
1: yeah um and so we go from this scene, they're driving down the road and we pass a group of four people. And this is the rest of uh, our merry band mm-hmm. of phantom Troop members yeah. other than the gross clown
0: and so yeah so we've got another guy in compression shorts but also like you know kind of a kind of a samurai robe oh you think he's in compression also a shorts sword. i don't think he's wearing anything under that
2: in 99 he's for sure wearing compression shorts okay. because you can see them but i can't tell which is thoughtier because that one is like he's wearing the the same samurai thing but it's open and you can see the compression shorts in this one it really does look like he's just wearing the robe and he's completely naked under there
1: yeah, in the words of Liz from uh, Shrieking Shack, mm-hmm. he has a very nude aura. <laughs> he
2: sure does. <laughs> Such, yeah, just like Voldemort in the end of Goblet of Fire when he's just got that robe and the bare feet. He's got a nude aura.
1: Yeah, this man, there's like, so to set the scene, there's he, him. His name is Nobunaga. Mm-hmm. He has a samurai wandering the world vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, right next to him is a Frankenstein's monster looking ass motherfucker. Uh, conveniently named Franklin.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah, he's he's a Frankenstein's monster looking guy. He's got like big extended body mod earlobes mm-hmm. and joker scars on his face. Yeah. Uh,
1: Franklin looks sick as hell, I'm going to say that. Yeah, he does. Um right next to him is if Neon was one side of like the hot topic goth you would see, Uh, Phaeton is the other side where he is the most emo looking motherfucker you've ever met in your entire life.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, yeah. This little motherfucker's got like a he's wearing a black cloak, got a skull motif. He hair, you know, black bangs in his eyes. Black bangs. He and always looks tired and sick of this.
2: There's this thing. He clearly <laughs> has trouble speaking, and he's got like something in front of his mouth in this scene. He doesn't later, but it is like not just the English dub, but in the subs as well, you can tell. I'm not sure what that has to do with the plot because I'm not familiar with like this character later in the canon. But clearly, like he's he always sounds a little strained in the dub when he talks. And in the sub it's just like words will be missing. So like there's something, yeah. something there
0: yeah this could- yeah it's kind of like yeah i the way i interpreted it is just like maybe he speaks speaks whatever language they're speaking as a second language That's very possible.
1: and he's uh, i will say this yeah. that is the theory
0: because it's kind of broken yeah. broken japanese mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah i will say this that is the theory because there is a scene later where he gets like pissed off at somebody and he does just start speaking a language that nobody knows okay and and all the phantom troop members are like oh we better leave he's angry
2: that's extremely valid i have theories about this man we won't get to them in this episode but i have theories
1: yeah his name (laughs) the short little the short king we're talking about um his name is phaeton Mm -hmm. um and beside him is a character we already know uh machi
2: yeah
1: and they're basically being like oh so how long has it been like since all of us has gotten together like it's been like a long while since even like the boss has shown up and it's just like, Phaeton's like about three months and however many days to be exact, to show that he is also very punctual and has a thing with time. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're like, did you tell Hisaka? And Machi's just like, I told him, don't know if he'll show up, but you know, and they're like, why do we even have Hisaka in this group? <laughs> and Phaeton's like, oh, he just wants to fight the boss. And they're just like, do you think he'd win? And he's like, no, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Nobunaga is kind of like, well, he's pretty skilled. And like Phaeton's like, are you saying he could beat the boss? I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate that.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so there's like ribbing at each other and they're like, Hey, stop like being so rude to the boss. And he's like, oh, well, how about you make me shut up? And then Franklin and Nobunaga just like start, fighting.
2: Just immediately square off. Yeah,
1: just like out of nowhere. And this is where I'm talking about with Nobunaga's nude aura. He like stances up and for a second his robe parts. I don't see any underwear on under there. It is Not all even. bare
2: leg. All that is animated is bare leg is all I'll say.
1: <laughs> so he might just be wearing like like a tight thong or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he has a very naked aura.
2: Yes. He got them legs out.
1: Yeah. He got them thighs always out always to be seen. <laughs> Um, but that's the rest of the Phantom Troop we need for now.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So from here we just go right back to we go to a hotel and we're talking to Neon again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, fuck, what's PS one graphic looking face Salzone. man? Yeah, Costino. <laughs> um, <laughs> no,
2: that's the other guy. <laughs>
1: he's like talking on the phone and he's just like, oh yeah, so the for- fortunes neon red wrote out, uh, they all kind of warn of like a danger at this, uh, auction. Like all of them basically have like the same kind of like, be a, w- be wary of this kind of thing in them. So
0: yeah. Using some, some ominous death yeah, imagery. And he's
1: like, so that probably can't be great. Uh, should I let her go to the auction? And her dad's like, what the fuck? No, absolutely not. Like she cannot, she cannot get hurt. She is the key to my fortune. Uh, bring her back to here immediately. And the yeah.
2: is uh, immediately just <laughs> like, you.
1: um, she'll probably throw a tantrum if I say she can't go. And the dad's like, ah, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, send some bodyguards in her place instead. And I'll, I'll try to make it out. Uh, Just keep her from going to the auction Uh, She cannot get harmed no matter what She is my precious daughter I definitely do not use
0: her
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So now it's just the bodyguards That have to go into the deadly Ominous fate Mm, auction That's, that'll be fine. Karapika's not a body. Wait a minute. Yeah,
2: we're, we're totally cool with the whole, every single person who was going to the auction got the exact same fortune. We're totally fine with that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So from here, we immediately switch to the rest of the Phantom Troop. They're all waiting around. Uvogin's like being like that fucking Hisoka late again. When I see him, I'll pop him like a grape. That fucking clown <laughs> twink motherfucker. And the dude who's still just sitting in, that tardy clown bit. That bitch. stupid fucker. I bet he's trying to stop being horny right now. Um, <laughs> uh, so Probably the boss leaned up against
2: is, a tree.
1: Yeah, the dude sitting is just kind of like <laughs> he closes his book. A candle flicks out, and he's like, "Oh, that sounded scary. Are you going to hit me? You're gonna kill me. Better make it count. Better do it in one Better shot. Better
2: kill me in one shot."
1: <laughs> and Bogin's like you little rat bastard and then the boss is just like okay everyone shut up now
2: hmm, I, wanna, I I do want to mention my little my, my favorite little twink boy just kind of jumps up and he's like "Guess you're a little bit late
1: uh, Shellnark is
2: Shellnark is so adorable
1: Shellnark has the energy of someone yeah. who is you can't tell if they're threatening you at any time
2: exactly he just kind of jumps up and he's like ha, Hisuka you're fucking late but like very cheery
1: yeah. So the boss basically says, Hey, we're gonna go rob the auction now. And they're like, Oh, you know, what I mean for like some gemstones, uh some precious items, like perhaps what-
2: an expensive game. Some precious
1: yeah, video like games. Some cool video games. We keep mentioning this, don't worry about it. Uh and then the boss is like, No, 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 no. We are taking the whole damn auction.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
1: taking everything. And
0: there's like, oh, You don't mean and he's just like, Yeah.
2: And Uvogine is like, wait a minute.
0: And then Uvogine, our, our favorite, favorite boy. guy, he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? If we take everything, there are so many mob connections in that auction. Everyone is going to be after our heads. And, and, and the leader is like... Oh, are you scared about it? Are you pissing your pants? And <laughs> OvoGeen's like, no, I'm so happy he's right now. He's
2: fucking shaking.
1: Ovogine looks like he's about to bust a nut.
2: Uh-huh, and he is. And he,
1: he is just like, boss, boss, please, please, boss, I need you to say, say it. I need you to say we're allowed to do whatever we want. And the boss is just like-
0: yeah, and Krilla says, "Yeah, fucking go ahead, kill everyone." And Uvogin just starts swooping and <laughs> mm-hmm. hollering, just like just starts
1: does a little busts dance it right then. Uvogin just does the orange <laughs> justice right then and there. He's <laughs> just fucking going for it. Um. <laughs> so yeah, this bodes well for the auction. <laughs> so we go.
0: Yeah. God. It, you know, a bunch of people got fortunes about bad things happening at the auction. And also the Phantom Troop is going to go to the auction and steal things. I wonder if these are connected oh somehow. The about these it sounds familiar.
2: It's a plot coming together.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Good storytelling?
2: <laughs> we love that.
1: Um. Yeah, so we go from here to <laughs> Uh basically telling... The bodyguard's like, okay, well, here's the plan. Some of you are going to be, like, watching the auction to make sure nothing's happening. A group of you will be participating in it to get the items we want. Um, We need these things. Uh, One of them is the eyes of the Kurta. Hmm. Um, Karapika looks normal and regular through all of this. He definitely isn't shaking and his aura isn't definitely
0: doing, like, weird things.
2: Yeah, Melody doesn't notice or anything.
0: Yeah, Melody is... (laughs) He's not on the exact opposite end of the emotional spectrum as Uvo <laughs> yeah. right now. Melody
1: isn't looking at him like, are you okay, my guy? Um. Yeah, so that's basically episode. We end it with Karapika looking longingly at a sunset just like, the eyes of the Kurta. Mm-hmm. I will get you back. Um. That's episode.
2: Yeah. Crap! Because it's got vengeance on the brain as usual, and we head to the next one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Episode forty-two. I. It would be maybe be useful for me if I wrote down what was actually happening, but instead I wrote goodbye, Kielowesberg, Burgundy tank top. Mm-hmm. He outfit. gets
2: rid of it B- He dresses now- <laughs> like a prep. Yeah, this is prep gay.
0: <laughs> he dresses like a prep. Now he's wor- it's, and it's still pretty good. He's wearing some like cool shorts and. You know, like, like a pink V-neck sweater over top of a of a white button, button up, and it does look you know pretty what it cool. Was?
1: Mm. He heard they'll be participating in like a classy auction affair, so he decided he needs to dress like.
2: He decided like, a maroon tank top wasn't maybe the look.
1: Yeah, a maroon tank top and like electric tiger cargo shorts with like some armbands mm-hmm. probably wasn't like the look you need for that. So instead he decided to dress like me in middle school. <laughs>
0: Also, also important to note, uh, as as part of his tank top outfit, I don't think we were able to see this before, but he is also wearing flip flops as part <laughs> of this ensemble. And that's just, you know what, I feel that that is Once a key again, detail in, in, in creating the whole picture. When I say he picture. decided to
1: dress like me in middle school, I mean, that was me <laughs> in middle school. Fashion um, icon. Yeah, whatever. Um... <laughs> So they're basically going around and going, just like, "Oh, well, will Larry and Krappica be here?" And there's Killers like, I don't know, they're probably already here. Um, they haven't really contacted us yet, and he like takes out his cell phone. and Is like, I didn't get any messages. Did you, Gon? And Gon's like, Oh, I don't have a cell phone. And Killers like, God, you're a hick. You need a cell phone. <laughs> And if you so, want to
2: be a professional hunter, you have to be contactable.
1: You need this thing that lets you use the interwebs from wherever you need. Remember, we just invented computers two months ago.
2: Are they smartphones specifically? I know like the beetle <coughs> one you can watch TV on. They
1: show smartphones in this little picture thing.
2: <laughs> I mean, this one probably does.
1: Yeah, so this timeline is the only one I care
2: about. Sure.
1: Um, so they go to buy... Cell phones that are just at like a random market stand.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, this is how I love to buy my cell phones. Yeah, an outdoor market
1: from an outdoor random market stand. Just from a just from a <laughs> kiosk <laughs> yeah, outside, like a sunglasses
2: kiosk, but for cell phones.
1: Yeah, this is where I want to get into this thing. Hunter Hunter Universe has this weird idea about cell phones. Is that like the specific cell phone you have has its own carrier? Because this guy explains like, oh, this one's ultra thin, like it's great reception, has GPS, and we get the return of everyone's favorite rat man, Leorio, and he's just like, ah, uh, but it's like connection, is spotty, and you can never pick up good calls. And it's just like, does the phone have its own cell phone carrier?
2: Yes, each individual phone and model has its own carrier, and its own towers. And its
1: own s- cell system, <laughs> and everything.
2: It's a very complex system we've got going on. But that's good because that means there's no monopolies.
1: You know what? Yeah, maybe the Hunter Hunter universe is doing this right. <laughs> this is cell phone kiosks <laughs> are where I want to be at.
2: But yeah, we do get the return of our our, um, our rat boy, Raoleo.
1: Yeah, he's back. And he basically <laughs> starts haggling for a cell phone. Um, it's the cutest cell phone I've ever seen. It looks like a beetle.
2: Yes. And the petite
1: I want this phone so <laughs> goddamn bad. Why do we ever make phone- phones thin and small?
2: Yeah, it's the it's the Volkswagen Beetle of the cell phone world.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So the dude's like, oh, that'll be like 400,000 Jenny. And then Leoria's like, hell no. And starts haggling with this dude. And we just cut to basically like five hours <laughs> later. And Cone's yeah. like, well, I've never seen like a crowd gather for like cell phone haggling <laughs> and like just cheering, applaud you as you like leave with your phone. Because apparently he knocked off like $300,000 from it.
2: I believe it. Leorio's pretty annoying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is where I begin <laughs> to love Leorio again, because the idea of someone just haggling over a phone for his kids for like six hours is very fun to me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Leorio is using his fucking stingy powers. Yeah. For good. For good this time. (laughs) He's harnessing that
1: Ratman vibe and just being like, you know what? I think I'll just, like, ruin everything.
2: Yeah. Leorio knows capitalism is fake and he won't get the best price for his boys.
1: He is truly an icon we all deserve.
2: Sure. Something like that.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, so they are next seen eating at, like, a food kiosk and Leorio's just like, Wait, you guys got to the fucking 200th floor of Heaven's Arena? What the shit? Just how strong have you gotten? There's like, oh, uh, you know,
0: pretty strong. And Gon-, Gon punched Hisuka and made him take a badge back? He's
2: like, oh shit, you already did that arc? Fuck. Damn!
1: You guys <laughs> got that done already?
2: You guys were supposed to do that here. I was gonna back you up. <laughs> that was like two months. <laughs> yeah, so. That
0: turned my right back for two few months, and you go and finish all your. Plot and you go and me. punch a
2: pedophile in the face when I'm not even here.
1: All I've been <laughs> doing is taking my fucking extracurriculars. Um, yeah, and they're just like, oh, Lario, uh, do you know about like Nen? Because that's what we learned when we were doing our thing. And he's just like, <laughs> Well, of course I do. And he does like the cool anime guy pushes up his glasses, mm-hmm. and he's like, That's where you just build up a shroud of aura and then go and just like. Actually,
0: that's that's just like the first thing you learned. You learned one. You learned one of Nen. You
1: learned one of the five steps needed to like even begin to learn Nen.
2: Sorry, you actually only have the 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 Korok Emerald. You still need to go get Goron's Ruby and Zora's um Zora Sapphire if you want to get the Master Sword.
1: You literally answered one question out of a (laughs) hundred on your fucking sheet. So, uh, congrats, dude, and. Larry's just like ah oh, god damn it so now we know why Wing never mentioned him in his little oh they're all learning then because he's like
2: he Lario. mentioned him he said he was hard at work on his medical exam Yeah, he clearly was he's just like well he just kinda and somehow learned 10 from somebody and only 10
1: <laughs> probably learned it for his medical exam <laughs> <laughs> this will help you stay awake while you study
2: damn wait 10 yeah <laughs> focus up
1: yeah Um, so... I do
2: want to mention Gon and Killua not sitting right in this scene.
1: Oh, yeah. They go to Lario's apartment, question mark? Um, and he's, there's like, oh, yeah, we're looking for this video game to find Gon's dad. And these boys are gay because they don't sit right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Gon's sitting on the chair backwards. Like, he just has it turned around and is sitting, like, facing, like, the face yeah. of a chair
2: yeah he's doing the 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 teacher throws the 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 te- the textbook in the trash and yeah. says to call you by your first name he's doing that and kilo was over on the window still. he's not even on a chair
1: yeah he's using the back of the couch as like his footrest yeah um so lair is like oh well i can help you with that and they go on ugor yep <laughs> The- Oogre. Oogre. That, that
2: famous uh, search engine that we all know and love Oogre.
1: Oogre. <laughs> um, to look up all the things they know about conditional auctions and all that jazz um, we get a whole lot of static when we switch to a nice mountain shot don't know what happens in there hmm. um, we go back to Oogre, mm-hmm. and they're learning about conditional auctioning and they're like, well, how are we going to do that? And then Leorio's just like, oh, <laughs> I know how to cheat systems. And so they go and do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they just Google different ways to make money, and that gives Leorio an idea. Man, I wish I got ideas from learning different ways to make money.
2: <laughs> I instead wish of, that gave me ideas.
1: Instead of just being like, wow, capitalism sucks ass. Right. Um, and then we go back to the night of the auction. Uh, we learn Basho, Melody, Karapika, some other people whose names I don't know or care about will be on guard duty. And then Baze, Tostino, and some other dude who I don't care about because we just saw him now.
2: Yeah, Silent Man in the background.
1: This is a different dude. Which one? It's the big, like, other Italian-looking bodyguard man. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Listen, there's a few other bodyguards than yeah. the ones we've met for the Nostrad family, and let me just be perfectly clear when I say they don't matter.
2: I still want to, we do, I just have to make a point, every time we do see the one, the, the one who we do see nodding, we, get, we cut to him several times just out of nowhere, yeah, he but looks, he has no lines.
1: He looks particularly like, he looks like an East Asian character. Mm-hmm. He never gets a single speaking line. People refer to and address him constantly. He never acknowledges it.
2: No, he does. He nods.
1: He is in the background very (laughs) pointedly of almost every shot. Mm -hmm. He is in the ending theme song. I feel like I am losing (laughs) my mind because he doesn't do anything.
2: Animator self-insert.
1: I don't know if like. Togashi thought he was going to do something with this dude and then forgot. But he never does a thing and I am losing my mind.
2: But he is there and we will mention him.
1: I will point him out every time. I'm going to keep a running total of dude and background. Um, Yeah, so we learn Baze, uh, Tostino and other Italian bodyguard man who doesn't matter. Uh, they're going to be the ones bidding in the auction, the ones that the fandom troops said they were going to go throw a party at. Hmm. Hope that doesn't turn into anything.
2: I think it'll be fine.
1: Yeah. And so we cut from that and we go back to the little plan Laorio had, which is have 12 year old Gone arm wrestle much of full grown men for money.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They they do a conditional auction where if you beat goan at arm wrestling, then you win a diamond worth 3 million Jenny, but it's 10,000 Jenny to participate. So, yeah, it's it kind of kind of works like a carnival game, almost, where, like, you know, you can pay some money to try and win something valuable, but it's not gonna fucking happen, you rude
1: fucking idiot. Yeah, I have to say, if you're, like, a citizen of the city, and you see a 12-year-old boy sitting at a table, and the only deal to get, like, a $3 million diamond is to beat him at arm wrestling, probably don't take that bet, because there's probably a reason why they're doing this
2: sure
0: yeah so <laughs> there yeah we we get a flashback to Leario telling gone to like pretend to struggle with the arm wrestling so that more people will think they have a shot uh Gon just just does some really unconvincing <coughs> Groaning and grunting as he just fucking easily, uh, uh, easily uh, beats the first dude. It just beats a b- big guy with big muscles yeah. without really even trying super hard at it. He's uh, an
1: excellent actor. Yeah, Killua <laughs> looks like bored out of his goddamn mind because all he gets to do is just hold up the diamond that they're using to like yeah. trick people.
2: Yep, he stands there, looks cute.
1: Yeah, he's doing great. Mm-hmm. Um. So this goes on for hours, they go well into the night, and after a while we get, um, we get another, uh, little challenger, it's Shizuku. Yeah. Yeah, she strolls up, did I ever describe Shizuku? She's basically in like a black turtleneck, um, she's got jeans on, she has-
2: Big old upside down cross. She
1: has a big upside down cross and a gold chain, which looks sick as hell.
2: Separate from the one that, uh. Our leader, Krollo has. Yeah. They both are have that kind of aesthetic, but they're different ones. But she just, she looks a little bit, like, anti-Catholic, and it's, like, very funny.
0: <laughs>
1: um, So she challenges Gon to the arm wrestle, because she, like, looks at that diamond and is like, hey, I want that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they start arm wrestling, and immediately Gon's like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she's... Putting up a good fight and Gon's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And eventually he does beat her after like a lot of strenuous effort.
2: Mm-hmm. He has to use mm-hmm. 5% of his power.
1: I think he has to use more than five. <laughs> no, it's 5%. Okay. <laughs> um. So she's like, okay, well, that sucks. Really wanted that diamond. And Kilo's just like, hey, Gon, was that full power? And Gon's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, who the fuck was that?
0: and the world champion arm wrestler
1: world champion arm wrestler maybe and i'm like oh you sweet summer children (laughs) um so she just like goes back and i love york new city because people here don't give a fuck because franklin and phaeton are standing in their normal outfits right behind the crowd and these two look like anime characters (laughs) that you should be afraid of and everyone's just kind of like, oh, who the fuck are they? Yeah. No one's paying attention at all.
2: Just, oh, they're just here for the auction.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Shizuku's like, damn, I really wanted that diamond to look nice. And Phaeton's like, then why didn't you use your good arm?
2: Yeah, your left and, arm's better. Yeah, and
1: she's just like, oh, because he extended his right hand first. So I just went with that. Yeah. And there's like, well, you can just go take it, you know? We are thieves, <laughs> and just like no, we we need to stick to a schedule. Uvogin is very punctual.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then we just go to a scene where they're just in a hot air balloon, which is adorable.
2: Yep, they're very good. I would like to say Shizuku is definitely the the very character. She knows everything, but it all cancels out. Like it's just
1: yeah, she knows everything, but she promptly
0: forgets it immediately.
2: Mm-hmm. All in one ear, out the other. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous.
1: Uh huh
0: yeah she is very clearly spacing out through most of her existence and i relate to that pretty right. deeply. yeah i respect her entirely
2: <laughs> adhd icon
1: yeah so we <laughs> go from here to back to the sick church um is standing up by a window flipping cards he's staring at the boss with horny eyes
2: Mm -hmm. He is Um, so tense. He's got that like relaxed casual going on, but it'll do a couple zoom ins to his eyes and he is fucking tense.
1: Yeah. So he's staring with horny eyes at the boss and he like looks down and he sees like six of the other Phantom Troop members are like still just around. And he's like, damn, Mm -hmm. not right now, I guess. (laughs) So, you know, still the king of edging over here. Um, (laughs) We cut back. There's like a lot of cutting back in this. Uh, we cut back to yeah. Neon. She's had her tantrum. She's fast asleep after throwing it. And there's like...
0: Yeah, she was very mad about not going to yeah, the she auction. Yeah, shit out of
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's passed out after basically breaking everything in her room. Um, And yep. they're just kind of like, well, she tucked herself out, but she didn't go to the auction. So it should be good.
0: Guess we've got to try really hard to get this gross mummy for her to improve her mood when she wakes up. What does she do with these
1: things is my question. I mean, if Does she touch the gross mummy? Does she eat it?
0: Ew.
2: Uh, The thing is, I don't know what other witchcraft she's involved in. If she's purely just a fortune teller, it truly might be a collection or she might be using them in her dark magic, much like a tumbler witch might with bones they find outside of a graveyard.
1: Okay, so none of that was good. (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah. So we cut to what is the ro- most romantic scene of this entire arc?
2: Yeah. Okay. This is a yeah. lesbian.
1: You describe as a lesbian first date.
2: It really is. I mean, we we've we've talked a lot about how Kurapika is um, a, a trans man, and I would like to amend that and say that. Crap is a he him lesbian sapphic you know somewhere in that gender space because this is a lesbian first date you know they get together they barely know each other but they are going to spill all of their traumas to each other and then not even kiss at the end so this is truly a lesbian first date that these two are on up here
1: yeah it's Krapika and Melody staking out like the building making
0: sure like the people going in look okay um Listen, either, either Karapika is non-binary enough to be a lesbian, or gender is fake yeah, enough. But either either I way, mean- <laughs> Karapika is a lesbian.
2: Sort of the gender space I occupy, where I'm like, <laughs> I don't actually know enough about this to have an opinion, so I'm just vibing. I feel like that's where, where Karapika is, but yeah.
1: Karapika's gender is the vengeance that he feels for <laughs> the murder of his clan. Yeah.
2: Chains. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. So they're supposedly staking out the building, and like, Melody's like,
0: Yeah, they're covering the front entrance. They got some mm-hmm. binoculars looking at the comings and goings of this auction.
1: Yeah, so Melody's just like, You know, um, I.
0: Uh, so, so what's up with the
1: Scarlet? eyes are you doing already? You seem to get real fucking loud whenever you see those eyes. Just,
2: hmm, your heartbeat kind of goes whack yeah. when you do that.
1: <laughs> and Krabi is like, I don't have to fucking tell you shit. You kind of
0: turn into a little rage <laughs> monster.
1: I don't (laughs) Kravya is like at first trying to be all stoic and be like I don't have to tell you shit like you aren't getting anything from me and being like so why do you ask and Melody's just like oh there's no reason I just you're so damn
0: loud I just Um, it's so
2: obvious that you're upset about these eyes so maybe talk about it a little yeah
0: I just want to I just want you to tell me about your feelings how was your day
1: are you doing all right you seem so angry Mm -hmm. uh so kropka basically relents and is like i am the last member of like the kurda clan my clansmen were all slaughtered by like the phantom Troop. so i'm here to reclaim all the stolen eyes of my brethren and like take vengeance for those who wronged them and melody's just like huh
2: yeah, okay. Karapika's like, um, are you going to snitch on me? And Melody's like, no, you'll kill me if I do that. And Karapika's like, yeah, you're pretty perceptive.
0: <laughs> yeah, Karapika's like, oh, yeah, yeah you're I right. I kind of think I, I, just... I, I, I want to live, actually.
2: <laughs> it's lovely. Melody's just like, yeah, no, it's very clear that you would kill me if I did that. So I'm, <laughs> Melody... I'm going to be cool.
1: <laughs> Melody is the best for just how unfazed with all this bullshit going on around her is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just kind of like, will you people please talk about I your love her. Already. Um, so Karafika's yeah. just like, Well, I told you my secrets. I told you my traumas. Tell me yours. And Melody's just like, Oh, I'm looking <laughs> for some cool ass sheet music.
0: Oh yeah. First oh yeah, first like uh, you know, before Karafika said all his stuff, he was like, uh you know, ha, you know, what how how, how you know how do you know i'll tell you the truth and melody is like i can i can detect lies by your heartbeat no problem so then when you know, Karapika asks Melody about, you know, her motivations. She's like, oh, how, how will you know I'm telling the truth? And Karapika's like, I'll be able to tell by your eyes. And, you know, they just kind of have a little smile between it's, them. Yeah, it is it's is real cute. It's the
1: thing. That's the moment they just decide <laughs> they were dating each other.
2: It's so cute. Yeah. But Melody's like, so I'm looking for some sheet music. Let's leave it at that. And Karapika's like, okay, well, you're not lying by your eyes, but you lessen stuff out. And Melody's like, yeah, let's leave it at that. Uh, anyways i'll tell you <laughs>
1: yeah she says it's like sheet music that's supposed to be like written by the devil himself it's and called it's like, the
2: sonata of darkness this is the sickest shit
1: yeah i'm gonna play the sonata of darkness one day i don't yeah. care if it fucking destroys me that sounds sick as hell <laughs> it'll be like a f- high flying few minutes mm-hmm.
0: um yeah yeah, and she says that there are, you know, it was written by Satan himself. There are four movements. Uh, there's a flute part, a violin part, a piano part, and I forget I don't know, the other probably one. Probably
2: trombone. Yeah, it's probably a, it's probably, probably a wacky flute, trombone, piano, violin, and trombone. If and, I were to guess, yeah,
1: maybe tambourine, <laughs> triangle,
2: maybe. <laughs> um,
0: Fucking recorder kazoo.
2: Yeah, I mean basically. So. Um,
0: and corrupt. Yeah. And Karapikas just like, that kind of sounds fake. That kind of sounds like a like a tall tale there, Melody. And Melody's like, oh, you don't think it's real? So then she pulls up her sleeve, and we don't really see what's going on with her arm, but apparently it's pretty bad. Yeah,
1: we so see, cool. like, the shadow outline of it, and it looks like just chunks are missing all
0: over it. hmm like it maybe just there's looks- some kind of scaling going on yeah, there. It looks hard pretty to say. Fucked up. Looks pretty bad. Yeah, burnt and- up,
2: crispy, and. Yeah, melody's just like, yeah. So, um my my friend had like got access to just the flute part of one movement and by somebody who was like, Hey, never ever ever play this. This is for academic purposes only. But then they were like, you know, they were drunk and like having a good time and like kind of cocky, and they were like, Let's just play this one thing. And her friend
0: We've all been there. Yeah, You're yeah. a little drunk with your friend, and you play, play curse. <laughs> and you of have music. this curse
2: of music that you've been yeah so that yeah they (laughs) they whip it out they play it and she's like my friend died it completely destroyed her and i just heard it and it completely fucked up my arm and yeah it's all it's so cool this is like one of my favorite plot lines of this like whole like any of the background characters it's just so yeah god
0: Literally, if there could be like one Hunter x Hunter spin off, it would be I would want this yeah, one. How we don't get the melody? Of, of melody chasing down the devil's sonata. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We
1: also got to put in here: melody is like also a pro hunter, meaning melody did pass all the things to become a pro hunter. Yeah mean, Melody is also, like, a certified badass.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we've yeah. been new, but also, yes. Yeah, yeah. She is officially, like, she passed whatever exam they placed before her. Yeah,
1: Melody will break your neck in two seconds flat, but also will be like, but do you want me to take you to therapy instead? <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> I like that. She's like, I can kill you, but first, do you want to talk about it? it?
1: Just are you good? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we go from there, and- we cut between, like, Karapika and the Phantom Troop, and they're just like, ah, it's almost time for the auction to begin. And they're like, yes, it is almost time for the auction to begin. And then narrator is just like, soon the auction will begin. And I'm starting to think the auction's going to start soon.
2: Guys, do you think it's time for the auction?
1: Uh, I think we have to wait a week because that's when we record our podcast, but yeah. Mm.
2: yeah. So you're saying it's time for... Uh it's time it's time to check on all of our gones
1: yeah instead yeah. we can check on all the gones oh, see
0: shit. soon there
2: okay. will be more gones oh shit um
0: yeah so i was i was like a week i got immediately I no tripped up by the the 99 anime because because of how like these scenes were sort of interspersed like we the 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 we we first see Gon and Kiloa leaving Whale Island, yeah. and it's like, whoa, that was that was weeks ago. What's happening? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, so you know, Gon and Mito are talking about, you know, write me a letter. And Kiloa says, well, why not email? That is clearly the superior, more reasonable way of communication. <laughs> uh, and Gon and Mito are like, no, letters are special. You should write a letter, Kiloa. And Kiloa is like, I've only ever written death threats.
2: <laughs> I love that bit because in the 99, we did have that wonderful scene where, where Kiloa almost killed a puppy bear and, yeah. um, but now like Gone's like, ha, ha, he's just kidding. He's got dark humor. And it's so funny that like, they're like, oh, well, Mito saw that whole thing, but we're not going to tell her that it's because Kiloa yeah. is from an assassin family.
0: You know, I'm going to also say this. Kiloa threatens to kill a baby animal funny. <laughs> I'm also it's his, going to it's say his, this. It's his twisted he, humor.
2: He just likes pranks. He's on Reddit a lot. You know, you gotta...
1: <laughs> I'm imagining Killua writing death threats they will probably actually be threatening, but I'm just imagining just the, what the fuck did you just say to me? I hope you know I have fucking krills in Iraq. And I'm just like... <laughs> I love the idea of him writing all of that out. And just every send, time he
2: writes a death threat, it's just the, like US like, Marine copypasta.
1: Like whoever reads it somehow, reads it in that voice immediately, just hears the, what the fuck you just say to me? <laughs> like every single time. And they're like, who the fuck is this? And then he just stabs them. Mm-hmm. So that's how I imagine that one.
2: Absolutely. Um, I like that they team caught a fish in like the next scene. They're on the boat. They're yeah. kind of just chilling. They they with two rods caught one fish, which I think is pretty neat. Um, Killua has a very different version of his outfit in this that I feel like needs to be addressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: different inferior colors. It's like yeah, mostly it's the yellow, same, huh? It's the
2: same outfit, but it's yeah, it's like all yellow, but the stripes on the pants are orange. The armbands are still there. They are black, but then it's like a yellow shirt, yellow pants with orange stripes, and he is wearing flip-flops. It's it's very inferior i I just <laughs>
0: yeah doesn't doesn't hit the same I am yeah.
1: animators are wrong sometimes
2: mm-hmm um but yeah um it's most it's a lot of kind of the same things they don't have the virtual reality they just go to the bar thing like the the bar website yeah and they don't like zoom into it or anything but it's pretty much you know they similar but then
0: yeah in my notes for the manga, it just says they don't matrix into the tavern. I just said there's
2: no VR in the 90s.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: which isn't technically true because we are going to get Greed Island, but you know, not not for just like simply getting onto the 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 Hunter website. It's very specific. Yeah. Um,
0: also, there is a scene where you know Karapika and Melody just sort of coincidentally run into right? each other for like the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, they just have a conversation where Melody says, sometimes it's good to communicate and talk with other people. And Karapika says, no, that's very bad. Because what if you reveal the sensitive information? And it's just very extremely on the nose. Melody's (laughs)
2: Melody's trying so hard.
0: These characters different. Fucking philosophies. Karapikas says, "I will never have any single friend in my life," and Melody says, "We're already <laughs> friends." What are you talking it's about? So
2: lovely. Melody's just like, "Hey, how's it going?" And Karapikas like, "You know, don't take this the wrong way, but I hate it when people talk so much." And Melody's like, yeah. "Um, okay. Well, sometimes people need to talk." And Karapikas like, "Fair enough." And then just walks away. So <laughs> that's that scene. <laughs>
0: completely unnecessary oh, scene sure. but we got to see melody more so i liked yeah,
2: it yeah um the the we do get a lot more of um the the bits where Kiloa and Gone are trying to um trying to make money we do see them lose a bunch of money on the websites but Gone is like well i'm going slow and steady but you want to just sell all the stuff so let's like have a uh, like a, a competition and we'll see who can make the most money and whoever loses will get a favor from the other one, basically. So they've got like a nice, like service bet going on. Um, and Kila grand plan is to go to a casino <laughs> and try to win yeah. money that way. <laughs> he has a
1: gambling addiction.
2: He yeah. definitely does. Um,
0: in in the manga like it doesn't show him going into the casino or anything but like you know it goes it you know it shows us afterwards when he's just been completely bankrupted and you know he he yeah he ju- he lost it on a on a horse race
2: <laughs> I love that for him <laughs> He went to go pet yeah. on the horses. He's got such, like, old money vibes, you know? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> that, that <laughs> like, specifically the horse race thing is so funny to me. I love that for his character. Um,
0: also, yeah, also when they were talking about how they lost all that money on online auctions, Togashi shows up yeah. again to, te- to tell us to avoid eBay yeah, scammers. Yeah, we
2: get, get dogmas Togashi again. So that's fun. Um... I did want to mention, we we sort of mentioned that there was some static, and that was obviously Maluki and his nasty doll. But I do just, and we do get that in this one too, I do just think it's so funny that he calls his dad and is like, hey, I'll kill 15 people for 15 billion because... It just implies that there's yeah. just a backlog of people that they have to kill. Like, all, there's just always like at least 15 people that they're just like, oh, yeah, these people need to die at some point. Like, not, not time sensitive or anything. It's just kind of backed up. You know, you know how a business is.
0: Yeah. Business is booming over at the the Soldic Incorporated. <laughs> <Zoldyc> Murder
2: Incorporated. <laughs> Um, we do get some some hot Hisoka content. I don't, oh yeah,
0: <laughs> so yeah, just oh, yeah, I feel like we should briefly summarize that scene. Miluki is mad because he can't successfully recreate the game Greed Island from just the one memory card Kilo sent him, so he vows to actually leave the house for the first time in several years and go go to the auction and, and win the game himself so that's what we see that's, that's sort of the thing that gets set up and it doesn't super pay off at all <laughs> we think oh maybe Miluki will be a rival for our main characters in their acquisition of this greed game but nope turns out that <laughs> see, doesn't happen. See I don't happen. remember
2: how this arc ends at all this is an arc that I have seen like most of very many times but I don't remember the end so I was like does this pay off it- are we gonna see Maluki again um, I guess we'll see, but apparently not, not too much at least. Um But yeah, we get some weird, like hot Hisika content. He's not wearing his makeup, he's just in a fancy suit on a plane talking about how hot yeah. Karapika's eyes are. Um it is. it's troubling um, and then I do want to mention the, the 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 painting that we see um the the Han Solo and Cryo uh-huh. way scarier in the 90s I'm kind of interested in hearing how it looked in, the, oh, in yeah. the manga because the 90s one is so fucked up he's so haunted in there
0: yeah yeah it's just kind of like sort of zombified and seems to be sort of mm-hmm. decaying in there yeah it's oh, it's, yeah, it's pretty nasty
2: and um, Neon's design is a little different too. She's got just—it's mostly just like a poofier yeah. skirt, and her hair is pink. Her whole aura is like pink. She's not as colorful as in the 2011. It's just like all—all all pink, all poof. Um,
0: yeah. They they changed Franklin's design too, I think for the worst, to make him like less body modded. He just has piercings instead of joker scars, and he doesn't have like the big long earlobes, instead it's just like big long earrings mm, for some reason. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like, you know, you know based on what Franklin's sort of Nen ability is, it kinda it's kinda weird that they removed those those elements.
2: Yeah. Um I just wanted more Phantom Troop in the 99 altogether because like through the whole thing, I was just yeah. like, damn, it's just really fast cuts. I mean, we're getting lots of lots of our, our sweet boy content and we love that. But I just.
0: Yes, I, I don't remember particularly where, but there definitely felt like there were some abrupt cuts in the 99. Yeah, it's for like sure. instead of
2: having an introduction scene, we get sort of like a um like a a flash cut of just all of their faces like it's like a like a um like a fighting game like cut you know it's just all of them like lined up and it's like these are the people. Yeah. Instead of like our quick introductions that we got and I just love them so much. I was like Come Yeah. On. Come the- on.
0: Yeah, the 2011 definitely like added I think like the first scene where they're just kind of hanging out in the mm-hmm. abandoned church. I don't think that was there from the manga. Yeah, so yeah, it is a bit quicker in the manga, Fair I enough. remember. It's, I
2: mean, and that's cool, you know, it's like obviously, you know, the the they're like cool villains, so I can see them getting more and more fleshed out over time and being like the most fleshed out in twenty eleven, mm-hmm. especially in this kind of this is not to rag on it, but almost memey way that they're like presented where they're just like, Oh yeah, you know these guys. They're they're the fun, fucked up villains and like I can see how that would develop over time and not necessarily be so like prominent in the earlier versions, but it just like going from 2011 (laughs) backwards. I'm like, give me, give me my guys. Give me my. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, there's not a whole lot of differences after that that I noticed other than like, you know, we do get um, Leorio calling Killua Lukia. He, he tries to get back at him a little bit with his <laughs> with his little funny, funny name joke. It doesn't work. It does not work. Killua's just like, you're being <laughs> stupid.
1: <laughs> King of being unbothered.
0: Oh yeah, also, also in the manga in 99, it doesn't dunk on Leorio as hard for his Nen abilities, because like, yeah, Leorio just says, yeah, I learned Nen already, and it doesn't really qualify that with like only having learned 10 he might have actually like I was- developed his abilities the no no
1: no he sucks shit
2: see i'm trying to see if that like yeah <laughs> um i wanted to see if that develops the more that we see Laorio, like if he's ever like oh yeah i just actually know 10 i'm curious because i wouldn't know what his deal is in the other way yeah world, but yeah
0: Yeah, I forget how that plays out, but I kind of do like Leorio as a bit more of a loser, you know?
1: (laughs) Slight spoilers again. There is a moment later where they're just like, oh, do you know how to hide your aura? And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that's where they got that from. I don't know if it's in the manga, but maybe that's where they got it. Okay, yeah.
2: Potentially. That'll be something to see looking forward. Yeah. Because I I love loser Leorio. I am warming up to him a little bit more now that all his horny shit is passed. And now he's just like funny like auction auction help guy. But
0: yeah, he definitely has some like rough mm-hmm. moments, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's he's he's easier to enjoy now that you know there's no yeah, one for he's him gone to feel like
2: nasty up. rat man to funny rat man.
0: And
1: that's all we can ask. <laughs> yeah.
2: We we do enjoy a funny rat man from time to time um do we have anything else for the for too many gones
1: i don't i don't remember anything about the 1999 (laughs) i don't think so
2: all right well uh should we should we head over to greed island
1: uh yeah we've been talking about video games so much uh how about we head into one
2: yeah let's zoom right in there
1: let's head into our vr
2: yeah get our our VR headsets all around us yeah
1: um what you guys got what you got going on what you what you here for
2: um, I discovered a, uh, a, a mobile farming simulator. It is called Harvest Town. It's pretty in depth, pretty fun. I'm very addicted because I have a problem with farming simulators. So I'm going to be playing this one until I get tired of it and then probably switching back to Stardew Valley because those are like my, my peak gaming moments. So that's mostly what I've been into, but it's super, super, super fun. Um, like, it's, it's got a fun, like, idle element to it where you can kind of just, like, play and, like, let it go. And, like, there's some interesting things with part of it, like, the selling element being a little more, like, real-time. Like, some of your crafting and stuff, it's, like, a full, like, real-time 40 minutes and stuff like that while still having the structure, like – in play time of like the sped up time. So it's kind of interesting in that way, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm very addicted. So that's been my week. What have you guys been up to?
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. <laughs> uh, this is going to be very specific to me. I have finally started listening. Uh, sometimes a podcast just reaches through the ether and just like, grabs every single one of your interests and says this is for you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have started listening Uh to uh the Shadow Facts podcast, which is a Lord of the Rings podcast where they specifically only talk about, they go through the books and the movies, specifically only to talk about every instance of horses in those. (laughs) And they name list, <laughs> they list out every horse in every scene. They give it a name and they talk about how cool it is. Lovely. And that has been my life for these past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast reached through the shadow dimension <laughs> and just grabbed me and said, hey, buddy, this is for you.
2: <laughs> it's time for horses and Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. What more could you ask for? What more could I ask for? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Speaking of things that are extremely targeted at, at us, particularly, I read a book uh, by let's see, D.N. Brin called "Our B- Bloody Pearl," and uh, yeah, it just it just hits so many tropes that are so good to me. It's about uh, uh, a siren who mm-hmm. gets captured by a pirate and just kind of just kind of. Has a has a rough one for a while, but then gets rescued by another pirate who is cool and nice. And it's about, like, trauma and found family and communication and empathy and, like, all, all that. that good hell shit. Yeah. And also it's about, like, boats this and shit, which I like. This
2: all of my points, too. I'm like, I love sirens, I love pirates, I love found family and trauma stories. Oh, hell yeah. And
0: it's and real gay. And love boats.
2: And I love boats. I love water.
0: So yeah, it's a quick little read uh, and I I enjoyed it a lot. This
2: is one that I'm going to have to look into for sure.
1: We love things reaching through the ether and just basically (laughs) being like, hey, this is for you.
2: Yeah, it seems like we all had something that we discovered that we were like, oh shit, (laughs) this is targeted at me personally.
1: Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Niche audience, that's me.
2: Oh shit, that niche is me. I am in this niche.
1: Has that been uh, all the fun things that we've done that have not entailed video games at all, except for your mobile game?
2: I believe so. That's pretty. I mean, yeah, I pretty much did that and listened to my normal podcasts. So you know, sick. That's about what I did.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. So so let's let's, let's do some plugs. Uh, I of course i of course as always have my digimon rp server which everyone is free to join i'll get back to working <laughs> on that eventually maybe we this week you. who knows There's so much going on right now and it
2: is, it's a busy time
0: and uh sexy mewtwo 2 might be out by the time this episode happens i know ooh, i'm ooh. recording it tomorrow so <laughs> if 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 yeah i'm very excited for that uh so yeah, if that's ready, we'll Heck we'll yeah. drop a link in the show notes. Uh, yeah. Um, God, I am very excited to be talking about Mewtwo Returns. It's such a wild fucking movie. It's it's all over the place, and I genuinely love it. I'm excited
2: it. to hear you yell about it. <laughs>
1: it's the Pokemon movies are quite <laughs> something.
2: Honestly, they they are.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. This isn't even a fucking movie. This is like yeah, a direct to TV those, special it's sequel. It's one of those things did
1: until like people were like, "Oh yeah, do you remember Mewtwo's Revenge?" and I yeah. was like, "The first movie?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, Mewtwo's Revenge." And I'm like, "That's the first movie."
0: <laughs> um no, this one. This one is Mewtwo's return, and it happens after Mewtwo's revenge, oh, and it's about is that Mewtwo returning. I'm trying to sort remember
1: of. It as best I can. Is that the one where Mewtwo has just an island of like Pokemon that can his clone Pokemon?
0: Yeah, he's just like
1: living yeah, on a, like a fucking mountain peak, mountain peak. vibing, and then he's just like, "Don't fuck with me, please."
2: Okay, someone tell me which is the one where Ash's mom gets kidnapped and hypnotized because I I just have that memory of that movie movie. and I can't. Okay, what's that one called? Um,
1: something with the unknowns. I don't remember. All I remember is Ente just straight up steals Ash's mom.
2: Yeah. And I love that. I just <laughs> I, like that's okay. like one of those Pokemon movies that I watched when I was a kid. And I was like, "I really, really love that movie, but I've never been able to remember what it was called or anything because I just watched it on TV.
1: Something I always remember was theres was a Pokemon movie where, um, Ash kind of gets launched into space and nearly freezes to death. Mm. And I don't think anyone remembers it.
2: Yeah. Well, I've seen (laughs) screenshots of it for sure.
1: Yeah. Ash just gets launched into fucking space and just nearly like freezes to death. And like a long extended scene where he's like actually suffering
2: from it. And I'm just like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. There's a lot of crying Pokemon in that episode. (laughs) There's like a
1: lot of like, instead of like him being turned to stone and everyone just having like emotional cry, there's like scenes of Ash being like, i hate this i'm gonna die
2: <laughs> we love that
0: i i know about that because on, only because i found a list online of all the times ash ketchum has died excellent <laughs> and that was on the list
2: we love to see a suffering 12 year old
1: it is it was just insane the first time I watched that movie, and I was just like, oh, they're holding on this, aren't they?
2: Oh, oh, okay.
1: They're just running with this.
0: God, what if we yeeted a boy into orbit and just low earth orbit?
1: And just watched him suffer for a few hours. It's cool. what, if,
0: what if Ash Ketchum from Pokemon died in space?
1: <laughs> Ash Ketchum fucking obliterated. <laughs>
2: like we got to do one of every trope we got to have the the mom get hypnotized and kidnapped we got to have ash ketchum sent to space and almost dies um we had him turned to stone we go we, we we got everything in pokemon it's fine yeah
1: he sometimes you just need that to remember how great life is um,
2: sure. um how about your plugs what you got
1: oh yeah you can find the podcast at goingwillhunting at twitter.com you can find our email at gomohunting at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at gasly. Once again, I barely interact with things. Do not follow me. Someone followed me today who followed the podcast, and I must ask why. Because you, you plug it. <laughs> Thank you, but why? <laughs> I very much say every time, don't do it. Um, so there's that. Uh, what you got?
2: Um, so I have the, the show Tumblr, the gonuxwillxhunting.tumblr.com. Um, and then I have my Tumblr, which is Dankus McDonald. I have been getting followers. I don't know if they're from the podcast or if they're from the time that I made a post about ADHD and I got like two, well, like 150 K notes, something like that, that yeah, oh, wow. still goes around. Um, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36 or yes, yes, yes. That is where the underscore is. <laughs> and that's that's my plugs.
1: Yeah. So if that is it, mm-hmm. I think we will all put on our most dapper outfits. Absolutely. Uh, get ready to head to that. Definitely not ominous and scary auction. Mm hmm. And for now, until we meet our listeners again, because we will be doing that because nothing bad will happen at this auction, <laughs> we must wish them a wonderful gone by, everybody.
2: Gone bye Gone
0: bye)